This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Roll up, roll up for this week's Friday Night Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. That has been pre-recorded. Why has this Friday show been pre-recorded? I hear you cry, or one of you, as I can't seem to tag any bands on the personal Facebook page. Paranoid Squirrel and indeed Rock Radio UK, all good anyway. Today, as in the 24th of August, how could I forget? Because men stereotypically do, is Mrs A and my good selves. 27th wedding anniversary so we've gone out for a meal guess where pizza hut with no pressure influence or cajoling from me hence this year we would have been together an item for 31 years
And obviously, for for your loving no more. Blowing out of the water, my ethos of only playing music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. But they are one of Mrs A's favourite bands. Not that she tunes in, which means I can play this without fear or retribution.
Yeah, you know where League and Woman. I'm sure I played those two tracks this time last year. Or was it for Mrs. A's birthday? I can't remember. All I know is I'm having pizza. Moving swiftly on, and I was going to play The Helicopters and I'm in the Band because a version of it was available in a pizza-shaped box, but I'm not. Instead, I'm going to play this track. Helicopters and Twist Action that was recorded live at CBGB's on the 6th of November 1998. There were three different pressings, courtesy of Fandango Records, Twist Action in New York City, Twist Action over America, and finally, Twist Action in 2000. The version you heard was going to be the in New York City black vinyl pressing, but the hole was too small for my turntable, so instead it was the over America red vinyl affair. Neither that or the B side fake Bailey B are available anywhere else. Well, not in any of the cream of the craps that I've got. Uh, I caught a few YouTube clips of the helicopter's recent New York City gig. Man, the place looked beyond ram. Jealous doesn't even come into it. I really, really should renew my passport as if the mountain won't come to Mohammed I better go to the mountain here's the adverts and no time to be 21 from crossing of the Red Sea with the adverts
birthday. I was so proud of my daughter. As I speak and you listen, she is at her first Reading Festival. So on Tuesday, we went over to Tesco's to buy cheap provisions, along with sly booze, namely vodka, not hers, one of her mates, and for her, the most disgusting wine, wine in speech marks, Echo Falls, strawberry and something else that doesn't seem appropriate to have a percentage. Anyway, we get home. She bans us from the kitchen while she gets her festival food ready. When we are eventually allowed back in, she's lined up three Ribena strawberry-filled bottles with wine and three water bottles filled with vodka. All six are perfectly sealed and looked perfectly innocent. Of course, I need to know how she managed to pull this off. We do is punch her one of the bottles, cut the lid off at the bottom of the neck and drop the neck and lid into a saucepan of simmering hot water. The plastic lid expands, you fill another bottle with your drink of choice, swapping the lid from that bottle with the warm expanded one that will, once cooled down, mould itself back into its original look and get on another bottle that looks just shop ball. As I said, I am so proud of my daughter. Her friendship group, you can't say mates anymore, got halfway to Reading before they realised no one had picked up the tent. I am so glad I'm just collecting her and her three mates. I'm in friendship group on Monday. Back when I was her age, not that I went, Reading was a rock biker festival. Like all things these days, it's a corporate event. 1978-79 for me looked like the best bill there has been. Mind you... Uh, the year that had Iggy Pop and the Ramones and the Godfathers on the Friday seems rather good as well. This year, even my daughter doesn't think much of it, but it's a rite of passage.
from the Alive at Reading EP, Slade, and when I'm dancing, I ain't fighting. Obviously recorded at Reading in 1980. The band were the last minute replacement for Ozzy Osbourne, who had pulled out. At this point in their career, Slade were on the verge of calling it a day, but after the reception Reading crowd gave them, they carried on for another 12 years. And as you know, I never got to see them live. Something I will always regret. Right, I better get on to some new music before this becomes a nostalgia show. The Dolmans have teamed up with members of Swedish gods of garage rock, the Nomads and Sartor, and made an absolute stonker of a six-track record called American Heartbeat, which will be co-released on the 31st by the very excellent Beluga and Ghost Highway Records. I think even Cole Rockfist from the Michael Monroe band is involved somewhere along the line. The first track from the EP that I'm going to play you, that will have you swooning wherever you are currently listening, is Get It Right. And by Jove, I think they have. and the brutalist self-titled debut album is due to hit the real and virtual record shops at the end of the month. Now, the brutalists, as you may recall, feature founding LA Guns member Mick Cripps and choir by bassist Nigel Mogg, who has relinquished four strings for vocal duties. Joining Mick and Nigel are Robert Cripps, Kent Holmes and Charlie Nice. The album is a mix of their influences, the dirty, leering blues of pub, rock and R&B, the urgency of street punk and the synthesised dance in me of post-punk season with a bit of ska and reggae. The band are coming over to dear old 
blighty towards the end of October for a five-day tour supporting the Dirty Strangers, which more or less is confined to Inside the M25, which suits me fine, as I'll be able to catch them at the Troubadour on the 19th and the Islington the day after. That also has the added bonus of rich rags on the bill.
you've got rockradio.co.uk cranked, playing the best in rock. After the Brutalists and Form and Function from their debut album, you heard Broken Bones and Seeing Through My Eyes from the EP of the same name. On the book front, I have Tez Roberts, who can be found in Broken Bones and Discharge, but not on the Seeing Through My Eyes EP, autobiography on my to-read list. However, I'm still on that Hatfield biography, uh, which will be followed by In Reading Order, Punk Avenue by Phil Mulcade, Stranded in the Jungle, Jerry Nolan's Wild Side, Bruce Dickinson's What Does This Button Do? I brought down the MC5, Michael Davis, the aforementioned, but after the gig by the almost just heard Tez Roberts, There's No Bones in Ice Cream, Sylvain Sylvain, and the hard stuff, Wayne Kramer. I need to retire. Alvin Gibbs, he of the UK subs, pens a good story. Neighbourhood Threat on tour with Iggy Pop is recommended reading, as is his memoirs, Diminished Responsibility on the Time and Matter UK subs website, that I hope will eventually be printed physically. As you should know, 
Alvin is in the throes of recording his debut solo album, which is called Your Disobedient Servant. As is the way of the world, a 7-inch single is going to precede it called Ghost Train, which is due to hit the real record stores, or indeed the Time and Matter web shop, on the 31st of October. The A-side, Ghost Train, features Lee Hegarty from the Ruts DC, with Brian James on this track, Clumsy Fingers, on the G-side. Joining Alvin on the LP will be X Generation X 
and present Chelsea guitarist James Stevenson, along with Barry Barrington Francis of the Saints and Alvin's old touring recording buddy from his stint with Cheap and Nasty, Timo Kaleto, plus some sterling guitar work from co-producer Steve Crittle, who usually employs his acts to great effect, as you know, with the Godfathers, along with Alvin's UK sub-cohort, Jamie Oliver. If you're lucky, I'll air Ghost Train on Sunday's show. I have the option of doing a phone interview with Alvin. I mean, two minds on taking it up. Uh, I want it to happen, as we both live in Croydon, or lived in Croydon. We're both Palace friends, and I think Alvin will have some interesting things to say. However, my interview skills are shit. Uh, A gig I am super looking forward to is the return of the Flaming Sideburns up at the Nambuka on the 21st of September that also has the Blue Carpet Band in support. Give it up, I hope that we will never grow old. I can't 
the blue carpet band and I don't want to go home which was swiftly followed by the flaming sideburns and loose my soul recorded live at the gear fest 2000 the day after the Ambuka gig the sideburns will be at the pipeline in Brighton where I was on Monday well not actually the pipeline itself as it's closed on Mondays but Brighton to see the wild hearts at the Concord too this is the first time I've seen them since Danny rejoined didn't fancy Hammersmith as the 40 quid price tag put me off four bands at a tenner a shout is a bargain but not if you only fancy seeing one 20 quid was much more like it and contrary to the council website parking outside was only a pound for an hour before eight o'clock and not three pound 20 as advertised which left me enough money for a dirty donner when i got home but i'm getting ahead of myself i think the bulk of the wild heart set was taken from mondo akimbo gogo through to 2003's the Wild Hearts Must Be Destroyed. So sadly, nothing from Hoodspar, which next to Earth Versus is my all-time favourite album by them. Ginger looked relaxed, and along with CJ, thoroughly seemed to be having the time of his life. I couldn't really see Drummer Rich, but I'm sure he was as well. Danny spent a few numbers on two feet, looking rather like a, a deer caught in a car's headlight uh, before pulling up a stall, which now made him look rather regal. He needs Dave Grohl to lend him his throne. I've seen many a Wild Heart gig with many different lineups, but irrespective of off-stage problems, or indeed lack of problems, the Wild Hearts always give at least 125%. Now, with the Michael Munro band ruled out as supporting the Damned in November, although technically they could join straight after the MC50 dates, how about the Wild Hearts, he says... In a vain hope. Until Sunday, 9am, Rock Radio UK, take it easy.